Like, shut up, I'm gonna do it. You're listening to the Pittsburgh Pile Driver. Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast. I'm Johnny Fast Beacon High Riding Tall Pants. And I'm here to say fuck your mother. Uh, we got a lot to talk about on the Portsburg Pop Driver Popcast. Pittsburgh Poop Driver Hot Dog Beef Beef Cast. Listen up. The insanity's back. And I don't care if you didn't miss me. And I don't care if you would rather me go away. You don't fucking pay to listen to this. So if you don't want me here, send your hate mail to poop at poopthebar.com or beef at chefboyardbeefaroni.org. And if you want me off the show... Fucking pay forty nine ninety nine, and I won't show up anymore because I don't need this. I got a lot of shit going on. I'm very busy. I don't need you, but I'm here for you because that's what we do. Listen, we got a lot to cover. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to spam right through this. Alec Ransom, that's me, fat and angry. Welcome to the show. Beef the Legend, he's here too. Poop the Bard, he's here. The best damned Chooserweight champion there ever was. And the current Chooserweight champion, Torger Bond Tom. Tiger Bond Tom. We're going to thank the sponsors real quick. I don't care how you guys are doing. I listened to the show before. Oh, guys, how you doing? Well, hey, well, look what I did last weekend. Oh, the bing, bong, bang. Nope, don't care. We're talking about wrestling. We're not talking about feelings. It's in fucking Dr. Phil. Thank you to Casual Gaming Dad. He's on Facebook. He's on Twitch. He's on Lilo and Stitch. He's on YouTube. I don't know what the address is. I don't give a shit. Fucking Google it. Okay? Stop laughing. I'm doing I, stuff. No, I I'm not here. No. You're adults. You're all adults. Freaking Lilo Google. and Stitch, really? Do, do the search. Casual Gaming Dad. Search for it. I don't need to spell the address out for you. It isn't 1997. Also, thank you to Sean Tischler. He does stuff in Clearfield for IWC, International Wrestling Cartel. Again, Google it. You're an adult. Get on the computer. Freaking figure it out. I don't know what these two do for us as a show. I don't think we get money or any sort of anything from them, but they're sponsors. So, hey, Exposure. check them out. Thanks for being sponsors, guys. Great job. We're look- lucky to have you do uh, nothing for us. So let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes of the show because we got a lot to talk about. And the best thing we have to talk about is the Universal Champion, Goldberg. He beat the Fiend clean. clean. Talk about the burial of someone who is supposed to be the next Phenom. What a gigantic disappointment. They had all, all of the goddamn money in the world in their hand. Merch sales, views, an interesting character that could be just do whatever the actual fuck he wants. Anything, anything. They had, they had the golden goose that laid more golden geese that then laid golden eggs that hatched into $100 bills and they f- fucking threw it away they just pissed ruined. it away ruined alright so I, I I am very upset about this but to be fair nope no wow okay no, fucking mother. Early, nope. 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 Assholes. okay no, hold on hold on hold on. Clean. hold on hold the fuck oh. on okay I'm, I'm not gonna dispute that 
So someone brought this to my attention. Uh, I think it was Danny, uh, Danny uh, Fedor on the uh, 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 pro wrestling uh, talk. Uh, now. Uh, anyway, anyway, so he mentioned this. Like, yes, it, it sucks to see the Fiend beaten. That's true. But uh, you have potentially Fiend versus Cena, which, God willing, uh, Cena's going to put the Fiend over for fucking, you know, fucking six years of mistakes made better, I think. And, and you'll have Goldberg putting over Reigns. Reigns won't get booed from beating Goldberg. I'll guarantee you that. And, uh, you know, the, the Fiend beating Cena is going to only make his stock rise even higher. So, yes, this sucks. But if they're playing the long game here, it could be a smart move for them. I Let me pull a hot you. dog out of your bun real quick here. Just real, real quick. I'm going to pull a hot dog out of your uh oh where'd he go Cena. there he is what nothing you're good go oh my bad sorry tits on a log you're fine cena putting the fiend at this point doesn't do a whole lot yep where's he been he's gone he hasn't wrestled and yes cena has traditionally been booed but that's when he's been shoved down people's throats when Cena comes back after being gone for a long time for a uh, one-off, he's not booed. So, <clears throat> I mean, but, but, but here's your but, but here's you here's a, and oh, so, he just no just, no. Shut up, let him finish. Donkey <sighs> lips. Listen, donkey lips. Also, you heard me. I, that was a throwback. Yeah, um, I heard it. Goldberg hey, versus Bonamana. Reigns. Oh, hello. Yep. Goldberg versus Reigns for that night. Roman Reigns might, might be cheered. He might be cheered. The night after that on Raw, when he comes out, celebrate, celebrate, look at my title, it's Boo Central. So essentially yep. what that does is that has one match with Reigns where it's a 50-50 chance that he's going to get cheered to booed. It's not a freaking guarantee because people hate Roman Reigns that much. But it's, it's pretty much a damn near guarantee that on the next night on Raw, it doesn't matter if he beat Goldberg the previous night. He comes out on Raw, it's a chorus of booze. So it's all for nothing. What's the point? And on top of that, saying that Roman Reigns isn't going to get booed at Mania, I, I don't know. Check uh, check the uh, the mark levels there because pretty sure that all the dumb marks mark out harder for Goldberg than they do Roman Reigns. Ding so ding. it's So I hate to say it, but... That's a match that I could give two fucking shits less about. And as I stated before, I'm not watching Raw or SmackDown until WrestleMania. And the only reason I'll watch it is because hopefully I'll be celebrating with your dumb faces. So I think Here's whatever happens, thing. though, in those matches, it's not going to negate the negativity that's been done to The Fiend. Exactly. And yes, it's in Saudi Arabia. Sure, it didn't happen in the States. It doesn't matter. It was a clean win, clean pin. It was a squash. Oh no, there, you no. Know what? There, was, there was not there was, a squash. There was nothing clean. Well, there was there was nothing clean about it. Like that fucking jackhammer was the absolute drizzling. I'm shit. not talking about sloppiness. I'm talking about he didn't have to go above and beyond to beat him. In right. fact, oh, yeah, no. he didn't have to hit him with a chair. He didn't have to knock the referee out. He didn't have to do anything underhanded. Sure, it was sloppy. It's freaking Goldberg. But at the same time, no matter what they do at Mania, they're not going to be able to undo the damage that was done to the feed. He lost clean to Goldberg when he's supposed to be this horrific 
scary, terrifying entity. Yep. And, and, and the ending of it, too, where Goldberg's up on the rope celebrating, the fiend stands up, lights go out, lights come back on, he's gone. I think what they tried to do was to make him look scary, spooky, strong, whatever. It didn't work. You still laid down for Goldberg. Okay. Let me let me pose this. I I will say this. I it was not it was not a a squash. Okay. How the long fiend, did the match take? No. See, you're going off of Less length. You're minutes. not going you're not going off of content. Every other person, including Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar went down to two spears. <clears throat> no, it was a spear and a jackhammer. Yep. Spear and a jackhammer. The fiend took four plus a jackhammer. Okay. Hammer. A okay, a sloppy jackhammer. But he Ooh. took four plus the jackhammer, plus he got offense in, and there were there was a tiny little pinhole of a window where we went, oh, Fiend's gonna win, and no, he didn't. But content of the match, it was not a squash, and then immediately after it was over, Fiend gets up, stares at Brock Lesnar, vanishes. It's it sets stares up the idea. It set, let me finish. God damn beef. Let me um it like it's setting up the idea that the fiend let this happen. It's setting up the idea that the fiend is like, sure, have the belt. And then tomorrow night, what's the over under on him going? I let that happen. And this isn't bravado. This isn't saying it. I allowed it. And I can have it back whenever I want. And they let him take it back on a whim. And they okay, let, like he, he murders Goldberg, just murders him. So you're saying that he takes it also back on beef. A whim I'm sorry, I got mania. snippy. I'm sorry. Don't don't you don't have to apologize for snippiness. That's I what do. We do here. So you're saying he's he's going to take it back on a Raw, or he's going to take it back before Mania, SmackDown. It's SmackDown. a SmackDown title. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Tomorrow night. So that's what's going to happen though. No, it's not no. no. It's not a definite, but I think that it's a real possibility that it's like because the fiend no sold everything. Like it was no sold. It was nothing. Like the fiend literally was like, "Yeah, go ahead, have that." It's like the buzzing of flies to me. There are things that are more important to me. And if they sell it as that, it will work. Okay. But so they're not smart enough. Because of Carpathian Lang. No, they're my, definitely my, not. But my, my problem with that theory is the fact that, okay, so he's saying it, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm, I, you can have it. I don't care. What's the point then of the Fiend ever wrestling in a title match ever again? If exactly. he's not chasing that title, if he's not coveting that title, if it's like, meh, whatever, I'll lose it when I want it. I don't care. It's, it means nothing to me. What's the point of him ever being in the title picture again? Or why put the title on him in the first place? Which is what we were saying in fucking October. Like we 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 all had this exact same discussion in October, where we said, you know what? Like now that the die has cast, they need to follow through with it. But by God, we were all saying this is a mistake. This is a mistake because it's going to end somewhere terribly. Here was so here's here's my initial point. And, and Poot, I love what you were saying, man. That makes a lot of sense. And I thought the exact same thing. The way that he no the way that he no sold the slop hammer, where he just stood the up and like was hammer. looking the slop was, shovel was, was, 
was looking at fucking Goldberg like that, like I'm like, oh man, he might get a back at Elimination Chamber, which would be fucking pointless if he did. But but you know, again, it's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Anyway, so here's the thing: you have a choice of taking the title off of Bray, yes, against uh, Goldberg. That's that's uh, agreed. It's a dumb mistake. But in a show that happens in the middle of the day that only your smarkiest marks are going to watch, guilty, uh, or, uh, you know, your, your, your die-hardingest fans, or, or and, and make the Fiend look weak then, or you have him take, what, three Superman punches and 15 spears from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and have him eat shit then, or you have him do what he did with today, get taken down, no-sell it, uh, and disappear, uh, and then, you know, beat Cena at Mania. To me, yeah, you know what, you're right. What, what has Cena done lately? Not a lot. But to me, I put Cena in that conversation of the greatest of all time as far as, like, name recognition. Uh, oh, up absolutely. there with Hogan, The Rock, Austin. Oh. So to me, like... Bray Wyatt getting a win over John Cena at WrestleMania 36, the equivalent of John Cena getting the win over The Rock at WrestleMania, whatever the hell, 29, uh, that was. So it's it's still going to be, a, and, and this way you're setting up for a Bray Wyatt WrestleMania moment, something that the guy is severely lacking. So, I mean, and I mean, like I said, when, 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 when this terrible pass started in October and they started with the fuck up, we said that this is not going to end well. Regardless of how it goes, it's not going to end well because it's way too soon. Here we are. It didn't end well. But to me, I feel like it could have went worse if Roman beat him at WrestleMania because then there's no chance that Roman gets over at all, ever, again. And then you devalue White even worse. I, 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 I think you're like, no, no offense to John Cena here, seriously. I don't. I, I think you're overestimating the value of a win over Cena unless the build involved in it, unless the build involved in it involved John doing his burial thing. You know how like he's done in the past where he'll bury the fuck out of like his opponent and call them out on their gimmicks and be like, what are you doing? This is who you are. Like he'll do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, what if, okay. What if, John tries that, and while he's doing that to to Bray Wyatt, non fiend Bray Wyatt, like Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt, and Bray's like, "Oh, John, John, no, no." Before, and he calls out his old character, the Swamp Wizard, as Beef so much likes to call him. Um, if he calls, if he says that, that was foolishness. That was ego. That was bravado. That was. Um, uh, you know, snake oil, this John, this is real. Like, and you know what I mean? Like have him be very serious and, and just shoot down. I don't care what you say, John. And not like, oh, I don't care what you say. It's like a John, <laughs> your words mean nothing to me. You mean nothing to me. Then a win over Cena would be good because we could see Cena get frustrated. We could see Cena throw around his weight of, do you know who I am? And Bray could throw back in him. I don't care who you are. You know what I mean? I, I, I like where you're going with that, but the, I, 
I can't see that happening because that puts Cena that 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 tilts the pendulum of Cena in, into heel territory by by getting frustrated and by getting angry, you know, and, and doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that with him it's coming more- back for. Coming back for this thing, they're not going to well, do that. More it's desperation, be more pom pom, more desperation be, than anything. To be fair, he is a villain in the new Fast and Furious movie, so oh, that's, that. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. It uh, doesn't. Uh, Vince but I'm, probably I'm just doesn't saying. even know that that's happening. I didn't that's, even know it was happening, and really, because they, wow. they have Fast and Furious like fucking ten thousand. I've I've done. <laughs> I haven't watched them since like the third one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I drive fast cars and I do crazy how Wait, many people are trying to steal something? Tom, are you saying that you watched Tokyo Drift? I did watch Tokyo Drift. Huh. All right. I I didn't think anybody watched that, so okay. I just, That's I about when see, I stopped. <laughs> I, I don't see any... any and, and I really hope I'm wrong, because I'd love to be, because, uh, you know, I think The Fiend could be, you know, the, the one of the top guys of this generation. But I, I can't see a scenario where... It does even if he beats Cena clean, he beats Cena clean in a non-title match, and Goldberg is probably going to lose clean to Roman Reigns. So you still have the loss to to Goldberg at at Blood Money Three, never coming home, <laughs> and and I I still think more people watch that than you might give them credit for. Beef, it, it's on the network, and yes, it was in the middle of the day, but. They promote the shit out of this show, and anybody that has the network, I'm willing to bet the majority of them are going to watch that show because they're already paying for the network. It's something new. It's a brand new show, you know, or, or brand new show as far as like it just happened. Right. I think event, more people right. are going to watch it than you than you think, <laughs> regardless of whether it happened in Saudi Arabia in the middle of a Thursday. People probably didn't. A lot of people probably didn't watch it live, but people are going to go back and watch it. And it's, it's just it's doing, uh, the fiend no favors at all. Well, and the the it, other the the other part that I want to mention is that Putin I mentioned is too. Look who else fucking jobbed the Goldberg in last time, fucking Brock Lesnar. Like I'll tell you what, yes, Lesnar did what I think less than a minute. It, it was probably less than 30 seconds, if we're being honest, to, to Goldberg at Survivor Series that year. Oof. And since then, he, Gold, uh, fucking Brock Lesnar has been on top of the world. He has had a major world title since beating Goldberg like, basically the whole time. Either Universal or WWE. Now, I'm not, I'm not comparing uh, The Fiend and Brock Lesnar. They are two different attractions. All, all I'm saying is, like, we know Goldberg. This is Goldberg's shtick. And it, and it always has been Goldberg's shtick. Because, A, Goldberg can't carry a match at all. You know? Really? Whether you... Exactly. Like, whether whether you're a fucking technical master like Kevin Owens, whether you are a legend of the sport like Hollywood Hulk Hogan, whether you are, you know, someone in between like Kevin Nash or The Fiend, like, regardless of who the fuck you are, Goldberg's gonna put you down in like three minutes because he sucks in the ring, and for some reason, people keep paying him to come back. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna light a fire in your dumpster here, on that whole Brock Lesnar line of of thinking. Okay. And say this: before that match happened, for years, Brock Lesnar was on top. When Brock Lesnar was new to the business, look how long it took him for him to reach the top. Not very long at all. 
He goes away, whatever, comes back, and he's pretty much been on top since he came back. He's ran through. Look at the names of people he's run through before he dropped that belt to Goldberg. That that match with Goldberg didn't didn't throw him onto some sort of precipice above everybody else. He was already there. A loss to Goldberg for Lesnar doesn't hurt Lesnar at all because he has had a history of running through people, holding championships for a long length of time. The Fiend has not. He doesn't have that history. Swamp King or Swamp Wizard, whatever you call him, doesn't have that history. So a loss to Goldberg's not going to hurt Lesnar because Lesnar's going to come back, win the title again, and run through everybody else, just like he did before Goldberg. So I don't think that his loss to Goldberg and then eventual win back elevated him any higher than he was before. He was already on the top. That's a good the point. The Fiend has I... not been on the top. The Fiend has been, let's face it, for lack of better, you know, lack of better terms, the Fiend has struggled since he debuted. Bray Wyatt struggled when he came up from NXT. He was never on the top of that precipice. So I don't see how this elevates him to the top. I I feel like Bray Wyatt is going to be history is going to treat him well in the sense of like they're going to look back on his career fondly. But it's he's going to be one of those wrestlers that always had like his career, the straight line of his career will have giant bell curve humps in it. You know, they'll look back and go, "Wow, this was awesome." It's like the Dolph Ziggler effect. They just never mm-hmm. pulled the trigger. Yep. And Bray Wyatt, I believe, had the potential to be on that mountain with Steve Austin, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. He had the potential to be there, but WWE is not letting him get there for whatever rhyme or reason. And unless, you know, somewhere in the future that happens... You know, I'm not counting him as one of those greats. He's not up there with them. He's a fun character. He's an interesting character, but he should be running through people. Well, okay, I don't know who the fuck you are and where our ransom is, but I want I, I want fucking answers because our ransom never would have said anything about Bret Hart being on that mountain with those other guys. So who I the was, fuck are you, man? I was just about to question the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not saying that Bret Hart is a big whiny fat crybaby but if you look at the career that bret hart had from go to end he's up there money that he drew title reigns the people that he beat his technical ability yes he's well and above at this point well and above ray wyatt the fiend whatever you call him but granted the Fiend's career is not over. He's very young. He's healthy, as far as I know. So there's still time. But uh, all, all I'm saying is that, that this coming WrestleMania, I, I, I don't think they can do anything at this one event to undo what Goldberg did to him at Blood Money 3. I, they would, uh, they're they're going to have to have some weird fuckery up their sleeves to make it like... To make me believe the fiend again. You know what the worst part is? I forgot I pre-ordered it months ago. My pop vinyl of the fiend literally came in yesterday. Oh, oh no. That's yeah. the worst timing. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I I was just uh, like I looked at I, it and I, I was like, you're gonna lose. I wanna I wanna I'm see surprised that, you actually. didn't open it up and it was Goldberg. <laughs> God. I'd, the way I'd, the things have been going for the fiend, I'm surprised you didn't open that box and go, "Hey, I got the fiend." Oh wait, that's whoops. Or, or or he immediately opens up the fucking Funko box and then immediately falls on his back and he goes, "Oh, no." Nope, I'm leaving it in the box. This is gonna be like, <laughs> or I'm, I'm gonna look at it and I'm just gonna go, "Could have had that steak dinner." Or <laughs> you did this. You did this. Or he goes to open up the Funko box and he immediately gets concussioned and uh, career over for playing guitar in Hellbent. There you oh, go. He gets Bret Hart syndrome. Look, yep. I'm going to ask so, you guys this about about this loss. Let's say they didn't do Blood Money 3 never coming home. Right. Goldberg comes back, but it's a show in the United States. Do you think it ends any different? Nope. I think I think oh. Vince I think unfortunately I think Vince is uh I, I think Vince is so hard up for on uh on well, Goldberg's fucking jock and I, thinking he's going to draw. I that, uh, don't know that he is, though. I let's, don't know that okay, he is let's ever start with, Let's hold, start with Ransom, and then we'll go with yeah. Beef. Look, Brock Lesnar... Oh, Brock Lesnar. Oh. Look, Goldberg, oh, no. if you go back and look at his time after WCW went under, when he, when he came to the WWE, he didn't draw a lot of money. He didn't do very well. You know, he, he got the cheer when he first showed up, but his matches weren't good. They weren't they, they weren't even on the level that he was in WCW. I'm not saying that that level was high. I'm saying that he, he wasn't even at that level. He didn't do great things. He, he from, you know, the, the different accounts that I've listened to, um, you know, Bruce Pritchard and other people give who were in the business at the time. He wasn't the greatest to work with. He wasn't great in the ring. His promos were... <laughs> so I don't think that, that Vince has brought... Jeez. Uh, I don't think that Vince has Goldberg on that on that tier where he's like, this is my guy. Like, he's my man. I, I think the reason why The Fiend lost to Goldberg was, and Beef has said it before, Saudi Arabia lives in the past. Goldberg, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Randy Savage. We said they requested for the whenever they had the greatest Royal Rumble, they requested Yokozuna and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep, right. sure did. So they're living in the past. So if this happens in the United States, it's not as it's not a big a draw as it is in Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia pays to see the old people because they live in the past. They don't know anything uh, present. They don't know any better. So money wise. Storyline-wise, I don't know that it makes a whole lot of sense to bring Goldberg back and throw the title on him if this happens in the United States. I think Vince is getting paid that blood money, and they're paying blood money to see Goldberg and Yokozuna and Randy <laughs> Savage. That's just so my here's, And Mansoor, here's, here's apparently. Here's the thing. And Mansoor. Oh, man. Fucking Mansoor streak. He's three and zero, baby. Like three and zero in Saudi Arabia. Here we go. And four and zero in his entire WWE career. Anyway, uh, streak is on. Anyway, um, so here's and and this is another point that I that because I've been I've been all over the place reading this shit because I I'm I'm ready to wallow in everybody else's grief because I've been seeing this coming a long time. 
And everyone's like, oh, no, the Fiend's probably going to win. Uh, anyway, so uh, fucking wallow. Anyway, um, the, um, the, the, the leading theory is, is that, because we've read it and we've talked about it before, WWE is shopping the programs to recoup some of this money that they're fucking just, like, hemorrhaging, billowing out. Yeah, hemorrhaging out. Thank you, Poot. Um, so they're shopping these shows, right? And they need a buyer for WrestleMania. Fox is in play, ESPN is in play, and when you're talking Fox and ESPN, you're talking top fucking dollar. So whenever you are trying to sell something, it's 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 putting lipstick on a pig. You know, they are trying to put together the most attractive card to put on a platter and say, look what we have, so that... Whenever the casual viewer goes, oh, Goldberg's wrestling, huh? Oh, and John Cena, okay. Like, you're getting that name appeal. Um, You know, I, to answer your question, Ransom, whether or not this would have happened on U.S. soil, I, I don't think it would have because they like to do a lot of this stuff in Saudi Arabia. Or, or across the seas, you know, where, 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 where they can fucking bury the lead. Um, look at Reigns when he beat Lesnar um, in the uh, the steel cage. He did it in Saudi Arabia because they knew that if he if Reigns won in the states, he was going to get booed out of the stadium. You know, and and they've done a couple things like that. So, um, I don't know because I mean to be honest, I haven't watched SmackDown. Uh, at all uh, within the last like four or five months, like pretty much since the Fiend lost that Hell in a Cell, and I swore off wrestling altogether, uh, at least at least for the 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 the, the weekly syndicates. Um, so like I I don't know how Goldberg's reaction has been. I don't know if he's been being booed or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it's been lukewarm. I don't know if he's getting huge pops. But I mean, realistically, like there are these pockets of people like us out there who are like, this is nuts. Even in Saudi Arabia. There were people that were putting their thumbs down. There was a guy like third row back that had the had, had the sign that says, "If Goldberg wins, we riot." Like, yo, they, you don't want a Saudi riot. Yeah, no. right. Ain't nobody like, want that. Like, they they're not as dumb and like as you know, markish as I think that 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 we think that they are. Uh, at least not in some places. So, um, I you know, I, I, I just think that this was a bad. So the card itself was good. Uh, the matches themselves weren't bad, but the two main title matches, I think, probably damaged the challengers uh, pretty much irreparably, uh, at least for the time being. To where now they really have to strap a rocket to the fiend and Ricochet's back, and really try to make them recover from these losses. Because otherwise, I think both of them may have taken a major hit in their WWE career. Speaking of Ricochet. I gotta say, I I absolutely fucking hate the pandering, like, why not me? I'm here. I've faced all this. I've won here, and I've done this. And it basically builds Ricochet up, and they're talking about all his achievements. Instead of having to be like, holy fuck, man, Ricochet really could win, or oh man, he's really done a lot, and giving more information or whatever. You know what it does? All it actually did. All it did was just go, yeah, all that shit that he did and how great he is doesn't matter. I hate it. I hate it. That that was my biggest problem today 
not Goldberg winning because again, I, I guess it's probably because I've had a problem or that, that I that I've seen it coming for a while now. My biggest problem was how they treated Ricochet, especially because they had the big angle. Why not me? You know, I, I might not be the biggest, but man, I can fight. Like this is my dream. Like they were definitely setting up the whole baby face. Like, hey, at least he, he's he's gonna give him a shot, and then fucking nothing. He comes out and misses a drop kick, eats four suplexes, eats an F five, and that's it. Yep. Fucking dinner time for Brock Lesnar. I I I still don't know why you thought it was going to be any different. Look at the people that Brock Lesnar has run through. Look at his opponents that have gotten off very little offense. There have been some super big-name people that have gotten off very little offense in a match with Brock Lesnar who have been more popular, have drawn more money, have been bigger names, have been more legit, you know, tough guys in the ring than Ricochet. And I know you mentioned AJ Styles before. And, and Balor. And Balor before. But, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Like, he... He squashed Roman Reigns before. He squashed John Cena before. I don't know why anyone thought it was going to be any different with Ricochet, especially in all places like Saudi Arabia. Again, Brock Lesnar, big name. Ricochet, they might not even know who he is. I, 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 I would have been more surprised at Ricochet winning than I would have been at The Fiend winning. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm not arguing that. I'm just. I'm. I'm saying. There was, and, there and was to your zero point, doubt in my mind that Ricochet was going to lose. Zero doubt. To to your point though, like yeah, you know what? They may not know him, but you know how you make a fucking star. You have him go toe to toe with Brock Lesnar for nine minutes or so, and then yes, you have Brock Lesnar win because fucking duh, you're setting up this big thing with him and McIntyre, and you get it. You want you want Mac and, and I, I understand that this is a vehicle to make McIntyre look even better when he wins, so he fucking better win. But um, you oh. know I, I get it. But I mean, my God, man! Like you you want to talk about giving someone a chance? Like all Ricochet needed was just just a little bit of his high flying offense, just a little bit to get those fucking camera shutters going, man, and 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 just a little bit of belief. Hey. Maybe Ricochet can pull this off, and 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 you got a star that you can probably trust reliably for the next five years. Today, looking at it. <clears throat> go ahead. Good. No, no, I thought I, I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, I'm I'm saying that t- t- today, and again, I you know, and, and I I apologize because I, I feel like we're really railing over Tom today. So sorry to Dom, Tom, but um, to you know, to Dom, uh, but today, I mean, really, honestly, like. If The Fiend gets the big win over John Cena at WrestleMania, like, okay, there's a bump in his road, but Bray Wyatt's going to be okay because he's creative and he can get his way out of it. Ricochet, I love Ricochet to death, and he's fun to watch in the ring, but he's basically a one-trick pony. He's got the 630, and he can do some really cool flips. Like, today, his loss and the way that he lost with zero offense hurt him way more than it will ever hurt The Fiend losing to Goldberg. And it's like well, I told it, you before in regards to Ricochet, you cannot emotionally invest in just somebody's ability in the ring. You have to be able to be good on the mic. And I'm sorry, but Ricochet is nope. bland as hell on He's the not. mic. You're and right. He's not. So that's no surprise he, there. He is the well, whitest meat of baby faces there ever has been. Yep. 
Yeah. Speaking of which, I, I real, real quick, I was watching the um the uh, uh, ruthless aggression show, which is great, by the way. It fucking watch good. that shit. It's very good. But fucking Drake Maverick, Drake fucking Maverick broke out uh white white face baby well, white white face baby meat, you know the real saying. But uh, he he said that and I fucking popped hard. It, it was great. Anyway, go on. Go ahead, ransom. Um, you you went back to saying you know a win for Ricochet could have. How did you put that? Even not not even a win. You give him like a a decent match, like nine minutes. Get him hanging, over. Give him nine minutes of like standing toe to toe with Lesnar, like hanging in there. And I and I think you got a guy that can probably be on the precipice of carrying Raw for the for the next five years. It's it's like okay. I've it's like I've mentioned before, which Bully Ray always says on uh, on Busted Open. Going over doesn't mean you always get over. You can get over without going over. It's there's it's two different things. And that's the way they treated Ricochet today, because I didn't watch, so I'm going off a of beef's account. But uh, you know, it, having it basically be a squash match like that with Lesnar and having him lose the way that he did, there's no way you can get it there's no way you get him over like that. That does not help his cause at all. But go on, Ransom. No, you're you're 100 right, but I, I still go back to the theory of the Saudi Arabia show isn't a show where Vince has any sort of care about getting anybody over or helping to make new stars. I honestly don't. This Saudi Arabia show is about money, and the Saudi people don't want to see a new person get made. They want to see the people they know do the things that they know that those people do. And Brock Lesnar, they know, and they know that Brock Lesnar comes in the ring, eats somebody for lunch, and leaves the ring. So I wholeheartedly believe that if this happened in the States, Ricochet versus Lesnar, you probably would have seen a lot more offense on Ricochet. But you would have seen him be, you know, you would have seen that maybe Ricochet could do this. Maybe. But that's not what Vince is doing in Saudi Arabia. Vince is going to Saudi Arabia to put on a show that they want to see to make money. Well, that's all he thing. cares about if, in, in Saudi Arabia. He doesn't care about making people, which is clear with Ricochet and The Fiend. I, it's all I about agree. the payday. I agree with you on that, and that's the fucking problem because you have no continuity. You have no connection exactly. from what happens over there, regardless if it's a house show or not. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you have house shows all the time, and yeah, for the most part, though, things keep in story like whenever nxt came to pittsburgh for their house show you had a, a, a nxt women's title match with rhea ripley versus uh shayna baszler did i know that rhea was going to win of course because you're not going to take the title off of rhea on a house show i get that but that's the thing you keep the fucking continuity going and mm -hmm. if you're if you're booking your show based off the whims of the fucking saudi dictators just for a paycheck then you're fucking doing shit wrong, and you should know better because you've been doing this for how goddamn long? Come on, Vince. Here's um, my here's my one thing that's that's that I say, and and, and I'm all and this I'm, Saudi Arabia is is about money. I know, and, and, and I'm not and I'm not saying if, a whole I'm not saying a whole lot tonight because I just feel like I, I'll just fly off the fucking handle. So I'm just trying <laughs> to contain the rage. Here's here's the thing though: if if it is truly about money, why why would they book a women's title match? Uh, why would they continue to make a woman's presence there? Because we know that, you know, in the Saudi culture, it's not, you know, women are not permitted to be, you know, 
uh, entrepreneurs and they, they, they have to stay at home and, 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 and cook and clean for the men and, and, and deliver babies for the men. So, like, if, if that's the case and it is truly all about money, why then do they, you know, why do they have Bailey versus Naomi in a, in a decent match? Because it uh, looks good. Ones. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, exactly why. Because regardless of what, regard, regardless that this shows in Saudi Arabia, WWE is a United States-based company. They're, they're worldwide, yes, but they're based in the United States. So they're not going to do anything that's going to cause an uproar. And in this climate, socially, where we're at now, if they go to Saudi Arabia and they keep women off the show, people are going to notice. The wrong people are going to notice that, and they're going to make a huge, gigantic stink about it. People who That's aren't fair. necessarily wrestling fans, people who don't care about storylines, people who all they want to do is get huffy and sling shit about, oh, well, you know, you're, you're not taking women over there. Why aren't you taking women? You know, blah, 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 blah. You know how people get the social justice warriors of the United States. They're going to okay. get up in arms and get feisty and get crazy about it. That's why they have women on the show. Because they still have to come home. And I think they're a lot more afraid of the political and the social backlash than they are concerned about storyline backlash. So that's, that's why I think true. they have the women on the show there. Good. Fair enough. A uh, quick question on that. Uh, so how ridiculous, uh, how ridiculously covered up did they have to be for their match? Uh, full body suits. And then they were each wearing t-shirts over top of the body suits, like very loose fitting t-shirts. So just um, like which, before. Right. Okay. And, and, and it's actually pretty cool because the, the, the ending of the, the like, like the, uh, the last part of the match actually incorporated the gear into it where, um, Bailey had, um, Naomi in a, um, in like an STF almost. And, uh, she hooked Naomi's, uh, uh, foot and her shoe under her big stupid fucking t-shirt and then basically like gave her like the super dragon style curb stomp uh you know and and i thought that was super cool that they worked into like the match and very a very like little like smarmy heel like aha i found a new way to get over aha so i mean i, I thought that was cool but um i mean for the most part I, I, i'll be honest um this so I, I haven't watched all of the Saudi shows. I watched Greatest Royal. Well, I, I fell asleep during Greatest Royal Rumble, um, and I think I watched part of Crown Jewel. But uh, this honestly felt a lot better than the previous shows have been. This was a lot less house showy, more like pay per viewy. That's saying that's like saying that I had a better shit today because it wasn't diarrhea. It's still shit. I agree. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. And and here's here's the real fucking question. Like, why? Because there was a decent card. Um, it it lacked the mid card titles, but I mean, other than that, um, well, title matches that is. But I mean, other than that, like, it was a pretty strong card. Why do you put this out? You know, thirty five days away from the biggest show of the year. Like that, I think, is kind of the overarching thing of the the the, the dilution of the product. And then in two weeks, we have to, you know, go through Elimination Chamber with two big gimmick matches. It's just like, I, I don't, I feel like they're not thinking and planning shit out. They're just like, oh, hey, we need a big show here. And like, it's just not making sense anymore. Not that it really made sense before, but but it's getting worse the older the Vince gets. I see what you're saying. I think it would have 
I think this Saudi show and all the Saudi shows that these stupid bullshit finishes happen in might do a little bit less damage to the characters if it wasn't right on the build-up to WrestleMania. If you do it in the yep. middle or of the right. summer or the middle of the, the spring or fall, you don't have WrestleMania right around the corner. So maybe it doesn't do as much damage. It, I, I'm still convinced it's going to do damage yeah. when you have Goldberg beating anybody that's relevant yeah. in the current product. Um, but I think you might do a little bit less damage if you have a Saudi show in the summer or the fall where you don't have to come to back and them? go, okay, we're still mm-hmm. right on the road to WrestleMania, but the feet just lost to Goldberg. Well, and so the, the, this year was at least better because it was before WrestleMania. Last year, b- remember that whole fucking thing? As big or, or equal to WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they, they basically yep. put on WrestleMania Part 2. So this at least came before it and didn't have all the titles at stake. So it was a little bit better. But, I mean, you, you're, you're 100% right. They got to space them out. But they can't go over to Saudi Arabia in fucking July uh, because they, they'd be dead. None of the performers would be able to perform at all. Uh, what was it? Last year, um, what show was it that they said it was like a million degrees in the ring and they couldn't the one, do anything? The one with Oldberg and Underfaker. Yeah, yep. and that, that, was, that was in fucking October, wasn't it, or some shit? So like, no, you know, no, that was in the summer. Was it? Oh well, then, then, then there you go. Um, so, yeah, but but come on, like you, we we discussed this before too. You said about a WrestleMania where they didn't have the LED boards on the side because they had heaters under the ring because of the temperature and wherever the fuck they were. So you New can York. do the same thing. You can do fucking AC stuff under the ring. Don't tell me you can't. It's fucking twenty twenty. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. God fucking damn. Yeah. If they can, if. If they can build fucking, like, 87-foot, like, LED, like, you know, fucking ring covers, then I, I, I think they can figure out fucking air conditioning under the ring for sure. Figure it out. Hey, look, if, it out, we're, if, we're, if we're done on the Saudi show... Please. Yeah, it's beaten. Um, I, I want to I wanna bring something up, and uh, I kind of brought... I've kind of touched on this or brought this up, you know, a little bit before, but we've never really gone into it and this is something i'd really like to go into and you know get your guys take on what you think the the rationale of creative or vince mcmahon is with some of these people so let me let me rattle off a list of names here heidenreich kozlov kurgan Kali, tensai they're all big these guys when they first came in were all billed as terrifying, unstoppable, giants. You know, the guys that are going to run through people, regardless of their performance, that's what they were billed as. That's, right. what, that's what they brought them in to be. Every single one of those people <laughs> turned into a comedy act. Mm-hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's happened with more people. More, more, you know, more big guys that they build as monsters and whatnot. It would have happened with freaking Giant Gonzalez if he hadn't been so bloody abysmal that they Ugh. just didn't even want to bring him back. He was already a comedy act. Let's let's be, let's be, let's be true here. So my question is, why on earth do you think that creative or Vince, whoever's pulling the trigger on this, why do they bring these guys in and then when they see, hey, you know what, they're not going to be the next. Kane, Undertaker, Vader, Sid. Why 
why is it that the course of action with giants, monsters, unstoppable people always turns to comedy? Every single one of these Don't guys about... left as a comedic act. Start with uh, start with Tom on this one. I'm eager to hear Tom's take on this. Pass. <laughs> All right, look, wow! Before you, before you guys get into and interesting, it, buddy. Before you guys get into it, I want to I want to just explain it here, just a, a tidbit more. Heidenreich came in, was you know packaged with the guy who was going to take on the Undertaker, unstoppable, whatever. Didn't work. People didn't get into it. He wasn't great. He turned into this comedy act where he would come down doing the arm swing and he read poetry and was teamed up with Gene Snitsky in some sort of bizarre, autoerotic, whatever. Then you have Kozlov, who turns into a comedy act. Maybe not autoerotic, but erotic thing with freaking, uh, what's his nuts? It wasn't my fault. I killed the baby. You know, Kozlov brought him in. Had him go against Triple H. He was going to be the guy that they were going to pair against Triple H. Didn't work. Turned into a comedy routine. I can't remember who he was with for a while. I think maybe Santino. Mm-hmm. Kurgan, for a while, he was this Ugh. big, unstoppable giant. And I feel like he got the shaft the most out of all those guys because he was good. But they, tur- they put him in the oddities and turned him into a Kali. You know what happened with him? Brought him in as this big, unstoppable monster. Turned him into the Punjabi playboy and Tensai. They brought Tensai in as the guy who went to Japan. Smashed everybody there. Came back from Japan and was going to mow through everyone. And then turned into the the hip-hop hippo. Why? I can tell you exactly what happened to every one of them except for Kurgan. All right, well, do you want to go last, Beef? I never want to go last. But go ahead, Putin. Well, I feel like you're you're gonna you're gonna expound the most on this. I can tell you with Tensai, that was tone deaf. He was what was it, Giant Bernard over in yep. Japan. And he was a big deal because big, dumb, strong gaijins are a the the Japanese love them. And they, they go over him. like gangbusters. They do. And and so I get it. Like, I mean, I understand why he was popular over there. I absolutely do. But the thing is, that doesn't translate. And the, the problem is, again, through the filter of Vince McMahon, it becomes a caricature. If you would have just let him be Giant Bernard instead of Tensai, or hell, even just bring him back as, um, as Albert. Albert and call him Albert... But have him be more methodical, have him be more serious and brutish, it would have worked. As far as the rest of the guys go, I can tell you after listening to the Jericho podcast, uh, the Talk is Jericho podcast uh, with, um, who was the guy who was um, the leader of um, uh, the Jackal? What, 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 what was his name? Help me out. Cyrus the Virus? Jackal, Jackal. Don Cyrus, yeah. Cyrus, yeah, but what was what's his real name? Don, uh, Don Callis. Don Callis, thank you. When oh, you that one to... was just that one was just on the other day because he's like a executive uh, vice EP or something for um, of Impact for Impact yeah. now. So he's okay. awesome. So my point with that is, if you listen to the podcast with Jericho and Callis talking to each other, 
he he told Kurgan, like they were at a wedding or a party or something, and he said, "Do not let McMahon see you dancing." Like he wanted to go out there and dance or something like that, and he's like, "Don't, don't, don't do it." Well, he went out there and danced, and McMahon saw him do it, and by God, immediately after that, he was a dancing fool uh, with the with the oddities. Now the oddities got over. But that was the end of the road. It was like he hit a wall and he's like, well, this is as good as it's going to get. <clears throat> the rest of the guys, they can't work. And being an attraction only gets you so far. It really does. Yeah. And I hate to be that guy with these with these big guys because I'll tell you what. The first time whenever old Punjabi Playboy came out and you saw him, you were like, holy fuck. That guy's big. Like it was it was like it was it was scary. But then. Because you see him so much, the shock wears off, and then what do you do with someone who can't work? I yeah. mean, that's that's really what I, it is. It's just it, the, those guys, unfortunately, are not built for for that. It's just now the I, way of the world. Now, I have a question on that, though. Um, th- this is kind of a almost like a counterpoint. In the same sense, though, how is it that maybe not to the same extent that those guys suffered the same fate – but how how is it that Braun Strowman's been able to avoid that? Because if you check so, uh, Stro- uh, Strowman's social media and stuff like that, you know he's he's got some comedic chops and because... stuff like that. And he's oh sorry, Tom, go ahead. No, I was gonna say he's got some comedic chops and he's all around like a generally a pretty nice guy, like almost a gentle giant, much like the Big Show. So how is it that that you know him or even say the Big Show haven't suffered? Like those guys, is it only because their ability to work in the ring? Yes. Is that okay? It's, that, because, that, may I? it's because his work rate is high. Listen, get off your pedestal for a second. Yeah, it's hold because, on. Beef. It's because his work rate <laughs> is high. Like okay. Strowman can go. And he oh, can yeah, go no, with, don't, he can go. Oh, yeah, with, don't get me wrong. I, I know he can. I mean, like, I, and I'm glad that he hasn't, like, I'm glad that he hasn't suffered the same fate as like Kurgan and all them and stuff like that. And, you know, didn't get relegated. Same thing with like with Kane and Undertaker, big guys that could fucking move and work. So Absolutely. if that's OK, so I mean, and so that I'm I'm glad that's the case. I'm I'm glad that's the deciding factor in in your estimation. I can yeah. I can see that and I can agree with that. All right. Beef letter. Go rip. ahead, beef. If I may, Tom, uh, Big Show, by the way, had about a year and a half or two of dressing up as different acts, including Hulk Hogan, including Fat Bastard. So I would not include Big Show. I think Big Show's big thing is longevity. He just managed to stick around longer. Uh, To Ransom's point, uh, that entire list, except for Kurgan, all fits into one very specific role. That role was being fed to John Cena because John Cena dominated the product for about 10. No, well over, over 10, about almost 15 years dominated the product. He was the guy, he was the champ, uh, the guy on top. He was the face of the product. And now, you know, he's, he's, he's fucking like evolved from that. But at the end of the day, like, they had John Cena versus Randy Orton about 87 times. They had John Cena versus Triple H about 95 times. Like, so you can only have these guys beat these other guys so many times before it becomes routine. So they had to bring up these guys who are big giants, who they booked to be big giants, and they booked very strong only to be fed to John Cena. 
much like Yamanga. Um, Yamanga. You know, guys that, that had... That you're right. They they put all the fucking faith in the world and and, and made them big deals, only to lose to John Cena, and then they were gone. Or or then worse, a uh, fate worse than death was uh you know the, the comedy acts. Um, as far as Kurgan goes, the problem with Kurgan was that that um, that um, Don Callis fell out of favor with Vince McMahon because Don Callis is a free thinker and he's super Ooh. fucking smart at what he does. And I love Don Callis by the way. Like so. Don Callis, Cyrus the Virus, falling out of favor completely, and I think he was just, like, removed from the program altogether, completely ruined the, um, oh, I don't remember the their, their, their stable's name now, but, like, the Kurgan the Interrogated, the Truth Commission, yes. Yes. With, without the Jackal, the Truth Commission was nothing. So at that point, it was just, a, it was a mad scramble. Um, and Tensai was just poor planning. Like, Vince has this thing where he's like, oh, well, we can repackage somebody and give them a brand new gimmick and no one's going to notice. Are you, I mean, fucking Prince Albert is like a guy that you're going to see walking down the road and remember the rest of your fucking life. Like, he's not well, a guy that's just going to fade in the background. Like, Prince the, Albert's Prince Albert. We mentioned this before where uh, where we mentioned uh, Tensai specifically on something. I think we were talking about Bray Wyatt and and his repackaging and everything as the fiend before he actually debuted. Cause we talked about, we said, you know, look at what happened to Tensai whenever he came in. How many, how much of the crowd did you hear chanting? Albert. Oh, yeah. First Albert. Match. The, so it's the thing, like, you, Vince needs to get it out of his head that the, the crowd's, <laughs> you know, not as intelligent as they are. Like, he needs to realize that. And for lack of better terms, there are a lot more smart marks out there out in the wrestling world now. And with social media and everything like that, you just you have to be careful about how you're going to do this stuff. Like, yes, wrestling is scripted. Yes, uh, there has to be a suspension of belief or disbelief or whatever. Like, don't tell Jim Cornette that, damn it. Oh, fuck Jim Cornette, too. <laughs> Jim Cornette and Goldberg can go die together in, in a fucking flaming turd bus driven off the side of a cliff by, I don't know, insert other person who's fucky here. Whatever. You know Any what, though? Like, uh, uh, this, uh, you know, speaking of Jim Cornette, he's been on this Ruthless Aggression show a couple times. I wonder, I, I would love to see the, the, the cutting room floor of the Jim Cornette segments because I bet you that he just fucking goes off and they have to, like, clip out, like, hours of a time, hours of a time of him to get, like, 15 minutes of, like, good stuff because, man, that guy, he, and he, he's another guy like, like, like Don Callis. He's a free thinker. He's very smart, but he is <laughs> in his in own... Path. Exactly. He, wasn't, he wasn't smart enough to keep his job on NWA power because he's a racist old fuck. Fuck Jim Cornette. That, I've been telling uh, that joke for 45 years and I'm only 38 motherfucker. motherfucker. So, so and, my, but my, he's my, good. My, I guess my question is, is that, I mean, you answered why they, you know, they didn't get over everything like that, but why, why do they end in this comedy routine? Why is that the route that they take instead of just mid-carding, and then gone. Why because do all these giants... Dickhead. Is that why? Do you think he's yeah. doing it to, be, to punish oh. them for not getting over? 
it's not 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 even a punishment. It's just a Vince McMahon, ha- and 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 you can you you know go back and listen to the podcast, read stories. Like there are numerous times about Vince McMahon having this fucking warped, twisted sense of humor that nobody else in the world but fucking Vince McMahon gets and enjoys. But because he surrounded himself with hundreds of yes men, they're all like, "Oh, that's a great idea, Vince. Let's." Let's put Kurgan in a tie-dye shirt and have him dress up with this guy in a, in a, in, in a fucking gimp mask carrying around Cartman. Yeah, it's a great idea, Vince. Like, he's just, it's, it's, he's, he's laughing at his own jokes, and, and no one else is laughing, but, you know, everyone's, like, pretending to laugh, you know? good shit. Exactly. So these guys who can't get over these big scary giants, they fall victim to Vince McMahon's own this is funny to me, so it's going to be funny to everybody else. Yep, bingo. Hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hmm, indeed, sir. Hmm, indeed. Yikes. Yeah. So, uh, the now again, we 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 tend to get really caught up on the you know the, the negative, but I mean, there's lots of good stuff going on right now. Um. Did you got you guys probably haven't seen NXT yet, have you? No, no, please don't say anything. Yeah, because they won't. (sighs) No, like we they won't put it up because it's on USA now. So like they don't put it up on Hulu or on the network the next day. Uh, It's actually on the network probably right now. I I I saw a commercial for it today during the Saudi show. Like so, I I think I think it's like the next day they put it up. No, I I, I, I want so bad to talk about it, but I looked all day, even right before I came back up. Yeah, it's it, it's probably while we're doing this right now. It's probably like its normal time slot, like the nine to nine to eleven or whatever, uh, I, or eight to ten, or eight to ten. Well, I mean, it it, it used to be nine to ten, right? Didn't it? No. Or was it eight to nine? Eight, eight to nine. Okay, well, I'm, I don't know. I'm, Anyways. No. Anyway, my, my my point is that there there are lots of good things happening. Uh, Takeover Tampa is, is really starting to take some 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 nice shapes to it. And um, uh, A- A- AEW, I'm telling you guys, like if, if you haven't been watching AEW, um, you know, check out the last month or so because they're absolutely fucking killing it. Um, did anything big happen last night? Because I didn't uh, get to watch it last night. Jericho Omega got his versus nose. Puck. Wait, wait, hold on. What, what, Jericho, what was that got, Jericho got his nose busted open the hard way. Okay, I saw. I, saw, I did see a picture of that, like on Instagram. And Omega uh, Puck. Yeah, fucking okay. Omega Pac. 30, d- 30 minute oh. Iron Man match. Oh man. You know what? I'm sorry. Yeah, I did I did start to watch it. I, I I had it on in the background. I was half paying attention to it. By all accounts, I saw I, I saw some good parts of the match. Uh but like any like I mean, did anything big like it was just a take home. It, it was a go home yeah. show, right? Okay. Exactly. And 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 they're not like fucking VKM where they're thinking themselves outside of the fucking box and changing their their pay per view event main event you know two weeks before the show, um you know it's 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 a tried and true you know formula that they're following that's fucking working you know, um the um I so the the build up I so I think my favorite build up is either the tag team title match or the MGF the the MJF Cody match, um obviously. But the, uh, the the tag team title match is the most interesting to me because, like, you have all this tension between Hangman 
and uh, and Kenny Omega, right? And and they're this tag team, you know, the tag team champions, and the Bucks are out there calling themselves the best tag team in the world, and it's 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 all great. But then um, you have Kenny Omega competing in this grueling thirty-minute Iron Man match, just like throwing caution to the wind, you know, getting hurt and this, that, and the other thing. Like, man, like when the Bucks beat uh, Omega and Hangman at Revolution, uh, and 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 Hangman turns on Page. Like, or, Wait, my God. Hang, uh, yeah, exactly. Hangman that, turns, on page, the, turns on Hangman, the, turns on page, turns on Hangman, turns the, on page. That's the, that's the same as the fiend looking at Brock Lesnar today. Um, yeah, he did. But get, the, uh, he got you on that one. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the point is that when, when Hangman turns on Omega, like, go. it, it's going to be glorious because he's going to be right for all the right reasons. And, and it's going to be wonderful. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there have been a lot of great, great things happening on uh, AEW the last couple weeks, uh, building up to, you know, surprise, surprise, you put on the best shows of the year before a pay-per-view. Hmm. Would Does, does that help you get, you know, sell pay-per-view buys? I bet you it fucking does. So was it you, Beef, that posted in the chat about AEW potentially, or there's rumors that they're going to move to Monday nights? Yeah, uh, they. I, I I read a report that Cody said that um, that Cody said. Um, I I don't remember the um, exact phrasing on it, but he said that like that that's kind of like their goal. No, I mean Cody is Cody, so like you know the Bucks and Omega, they're all very much like, hey man, we're just here for a great show. We're here to put out a great product for people to enjoy. But Cody, for whatever reason, man, like he just. Like it, it's it's weird to hear Cody talk about it because he talks out of both sides of his mouth. Uh, on one hand, he's so thankful for the chance that he's given uh, in in WWE and for the respect that they've given his father and this that and the other thing. He's so thankful for that. And then on the other side, like he's out there like destroying fucking Triple H thrones and he's out there like fucking taking pot shots at you know Triple H and McMahon and and and, and saying that he wants to compete with Raw. So uh, I mean, he's he he's. He he has his head in the clouds, uh, and 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 God love me, the dreamer. Uh, see what I did there, but hey. um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly what I wanted. Uh, <laughs> um, so I mean, so yeah, he 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 said that I, I think that his goal was that they want to be on Monday nights competing with Raw, which I think is a better spot than fucking NXT for them. So do you think that they have a better chance of? Let's not say that we're going to have a ratings war, but do you think they have a better chance of getting more viewers away from WWE if they put their product opposite of Raw instead of opposite of NXT? Mm. Right now, no. Um, give it three years, maybe. Uh, because we got to remember, AEW is not even a year old yet. Um, they, 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 they won't be a year old till double or nothing technically. Uh, and, and, and if you want to really get, you know, technical, it's, it's not going to be a year old till all out, but I mean, realistically, the company was made at, at double or nothing. So, um, the, like they, they, they need time to grow and, and to kind of figure out what they are to kind of figure out things like their women's division, because it is a slow build with that. But I mean, like. To me, 
the AEW audience is the same as the NXT audience and vice versa. That's why their numbers are like, you know, neck and neck, head and head, because it's the same wrestling fan. It's us, you know, guys who watch wrestling for wrestling, to watch awesome matches, not to see these stupid fucking dumbass love triangles or whatever the fuck else you want to do. Like, you know, we watch it for, yes, the entertaining stuff, but also for, like, quality wrestling. So, to me, like, that fan base is fighting itself on Wednesday nights. You know, half the time you watch AEW, half the time you watch NXT, you know, th- you know, then you flip it sometimes, you, you know, and it's just back and forth. But with AEW versus Raw, you're taking a fan base that's a bunch of malcontents, more or less, because of, you know, fucking Saudi Blood Money 3, No Way Home, uh, and, and, and you're saying, well, yeah, you could watch that show that's absolutely fucking pandering to, to Goldberg fans, or or you could watch Pac versus Omega for 30 minutes be a fucking all-out classic. Your choice, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So to me, it's a no-brainer. Hmm. Well, um, what else do we need to talk about? Uh, since um, we're singing the praises of AEW, I don't know if we want to roll into picks now or not. Uh, why not? Let's yeah. let's do it. Yeah, man. Pick it up. Sweet. All right. So now I'll get to talk for a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm just going to dive right into it here. Uh, got the matches pulled up here. I'm going to start it off. Uh, this is a pre-show match. Uh, we got SoCal Uncensored with Christopher Daniels versus the Dark Order, uh, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson with Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Um, I'm going to pick first and... I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Dark Order uh, goes over on this one because I feel like they're they're building up the yeah they're they're building the Dark Order back up again. They they were pretty dominant when they first started, and I think uh, I'm interested to see where this angle goes um, with with them trying to recruit Daniels and stuff. So I'm going Dark Order. Uh, Poot. Uh, I'm going to go Dark Order because they're working this angle with the higher power. Higher power has to debut, and it's going it, to it's, it's lead to their victory. Like, whoever it may be, I'm not going to sit here and, and uh, uh, pontificate upon who it will be. But I, I, the, it, it only makes sense. Yeah. Uh, beef? I'm picking the Dark Order. Uh, and I'm really hoping that they do get Daniels into the fold and, and bring back the fucking fallen angel. Uh, but but how fucking rad would it be? We've we've thrown at names like Matt Hardy and um, and Raven, um, Raven, Raven. and uh, Brody Lee as the higher power, as the exalted one. How fucking boss would it be if it turns out that it was Christopher Daniels as the exalted one? It was me, Kazarian. It was me, it was all, me along. all along. I I'd love, <laughs> I love it. it. That'd be great. Uh, that fucking that fallen be- angel being the exalted one. That would be great. That would be pretty good. Uh, Ransom, even though like you didn't get to pick last show, do you and this wouldn't be official? Do you wanna do you wanna make a uh make your voice heard on the picks? Yeah, I'll weigh in. Uh, okay. but don't put me don't put me down for anything official. I got since you. I'm out of the running anyway. Um yeah. I'm gonna agree with everybody else. I think the dark order goes over because I think at this pay-per-view, regardless of who it is, and I like I really like the the three names that you guys threw out there. Um, Daniels, Raven, and Matt Hardy. Or oh, uh, also, uh, what's his face? Uh, Brody, Brody Lee. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they did the higher power, dark order, supreme ruler, whatever the hell they're called. I, I think they debut at this, and I think 
they get the win. Either they get the win and then debut them, or they get because of the debut. Okay. Mid-match, whatever. All right. Next match uh, was uh, just uh, recently announced and made official or whatever. Um, oh, excuse me. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassie versus Pack. Uh, Poot. Man, yeah. this is hard because... This on, is probably the toughest one to pick on this, the card, this to be honest. This is the toughest pick. Um, yeah. I, and I'm going to give you my thought. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go on forever. Orange Cassidy going over would pop that place so hard. It would be disgusting. For some reason, and even me, I love Orange Cassidy, man. I love it. It, it, it It's just pitch perfect. Plus, motherfucker can work. Have you ever seen him actually, like, really work? Wow. Mm-hmm. He's super mm-hmm. good. Um. Uh, and that, but the other hand, if 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 Pac wins, then he would get so much heel heat; it'd be ridiculous. So this is this is a hard call. Um, Pac Pac just lost the match this past Wednesday, correct? He did. Yeah, they they had to go into sudden death overtime. And Pac uh, lost. I'm going to say... Pac got red-hearted. I'm going to say Pac... I'm going to say Pac goes over. But it's going to be... And this this isn't a caveat. I think Pac goes over. And I think it's going to be a fucky finish. I think Pac will win. I think Pac goes over. Uh, unless... Orange Cassidy goes over because they're trying to be like, here's the pre-show. It was free. Now, don't you want to buy the some bitch? Uh, back versus yeah, that, that it's this, not this on, on the main card. Oh, yeah, it's on the main, main card. card. Yeah, the only the only pre-show match uh, was the the uh, tag match that I mentioned with SoCal uncensored in Dark Order. I think Pack goes over. Then I'm gonna say Pack. Okay. Uh, beef. The only thing that gives me pause was a uh, a quote from Cody here uh, that I read about a month or so ago that he said about, you know, when we debut Orange Cassidy, just wait. Um, so, like, that tells me that they, that you know, Orange Cassidy is definitely an attraction uh, we, we kind of talked about, but he can work. And that's the difference between the other attractions and Orange Cassidy. Uh, because while Orange uh, and and they they did a great bit on on uh, allow me if you will they, they did a great bit on on uh, on Wednesday where the bunny got in the ring with Orange Cassidy uh, the bunny took Orange Cassidy's shades and took oh, his yeah. hands out of his pockets and, and and the crowd was just just eating her alive Orange Cassidy takes the fucking bunny ears puts them on himself it was fucking great you know the Orange Cassidy for for all the motherfucker in that Jim Cornette does. Um, Orange Cassidy is a fucking treasure. Um, but that being said, man, like, Pac, I think, is one of the biggest unsung heels of our generation. Uh, the Bastard is a great heel, and, and, and I think he's going to heal it up here and get over somehow. So I think I think the Bastard wins uh, to, uh, to, to keep him in the contendership race. Okay. Uh, Ransom? Uh, you know what? Let me go last since mine don't matter. No, it's fine. It's fine. It, it won't affect the order at all. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to say Orange Cassidy just because I want Jim Cornette to lose his mind. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. 
And uh, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go with Orange Cassidy only for the fact that I think the rest of the card is pretty much pretty pretty predetermined. Um, and I, this is gonna be one. This is this is one where I'm just gonna have to go out on a whim, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hang my title, live or die on Orange Cassidy. I'm gonna go Orange Cassidy. Oh God, Orange Cassidy's going over. And, and if the ver- <laughs> at the very least, if if I'm right, I tie and I retain. So, yo, I hope Orange Cassidy wins because I would love to have you retain that belt on the shoulders of the person who cares the least in wrestling. Yep, right. I would love That'd be that. Great. That would be I, great. I'm I'm hoping. And so either way, this works out because either I'm right and I retain, or I lose and I lose it back to Poot. And I don't, I'm not watching Raw or SmackDown until WrestleMania, so I don't give a shit anyways about Elimination Chamber, so fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it indeed. On that note, let's go on to uh, the AEW Women's World Championship. Nyla Rose, the current champion, versus Chris Statlander. Uh, Let's see who's up. Uh, Beef, you're up. This is another tough one, man. Um, he, only because I'm going the way in the other tag match or the other title matches that I'm going, am I going this way with this? Uh, I'm picking Nyla Rose. Uh, not that Chris Statlander doesn't deserve it, but I, you know, um, Nyla just won the title. Um, so and 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 I think that they're trying to get two women's angles going at the same time. So I think you might see Chris Statlander get involved with um. Dr. Britt Baker and Nyla Rose continue to dominate and then, you know, have a mashup somewhere down the line with uh, Nyla and uh, Britt Baker. Okay. Uh, Ransom? Um, I, I say Nyla because I don't think they're going to take the title off of her this soon. Yep. Echo the same sentiments. Nyla Rose for me. Poot. Oh, it's Nyla Rose. That, that would be no offense to Chris Statlander, but she has a lot of work to do on that gimmick and. Um, it would be foolish to take the belt off of Nyla Rose. On a on a side note, on somebody else in the women's division, um, I don't I don't I remember her full name, but Shayna, whatever. I'm digging the DBZ gear. Shana. I love it, Shayna. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. I love I she's, love the good. She's I love super the talented. Gear. Yeah. The 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 biggest problem that with that AEW women have facing them, I think, is the fact that they have these like super convoluted like six man tags or fucking fatal four ways. Like sometimes you just need a good one on one match because sometimes those matches just evolve into step and into um in, in into chaos. So give me Big Swole versus Emi Sakura. Uh give me, you know, um oh fuck, what's the one the, the name of the one I really like? The the the, the Joshi that I really like. Um Sheeta. Yeah, Hiroko Shida. Give me, give me, give me Shida versus Swole. You know, whatever. Shanna. Whatever. Just, just, you know, don't stop lumping them all together all the time. Yeah. Sorry, I'm good. No, you're good. You're good. All right. Uh, next one is Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. I am up, and I'm gonna pick. Um, I'm picking Darby on this one. I feel Darby's got to go over. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm just plain and simple. Darby, he gets his revenge. Uh, poop. Part part of me, my gut says. Part of me, my gut says that it, it, it it's gonna be um. Uh oh, I'm why am I blanking? You just said his name. 
Darby Allen Dar- or Sammy Guevara? Uh, Sammy Guevara. Thank you. Good God. Um, okay. Sammy Guevara. Part of me goes like, it'd be awesome. Again, more great heel heat to have him still win. But it, it, no, it, it's it's not going to be Sammy. It it can't. Like, this has to, like, wrap up the storyline. So you're going with Darby? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, beef? This probably will be one of the matches of the night, I think. This and probably the tag team title match. Um, just because I, I, these two guys can hang. Um, it's real tempting to pick Sammy, but uh, I, you know... Darby makes sense, so so I'm picking Darby as well. Ransom. Oh, sorry, I was muted there. I was having a wee. Uh, <laughs> Darby. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Now this is one that could be interesting. Uh, Jake Hager, the Big Hurt versus Dustin Rhodes. Uh, poop. I really feel like Jake Hager has to go over, doesn't he? It's his debut, and they they got to make him look like a monster, and what better way? So I'm going to go with uh, Jake Hager. Beef? Man, the Big Hurt, what a dumb fucking nickname. He's not a not a baseball player. Um, I, you know... I'll be interested to see how this one goes because uh, there, there's probably a reason that they're keeping Jake out of the ring. Uh, I don't know if it's like a, 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 or a, um, a, an MMA thing or whatever, but we'll see. Uh, that being said, yeah, I mean, you, you can't have this guy lose his debut. Um, although, I mean, Wardlow did, and he doesn't look any worse for the wear. So, Thank uh, you. But no, I was I'm, just about to say that. <laughs> um, um, I mean – Wardlow losing to Cody on the road to Revolution versus Jake Hager losing to Dustin Rhodes. I mean, that's a little bit of a different story. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm 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 taking Jake Hager. Okay, Ransom. Um, I agree with the the consensus that he's not going to lose his debut match, especially since Jericho seems to be very high on him. So yeah. Hager. Um, and I'm also picking Hager just because I, I feel like uh, not everybody I, I don't feel like the inner circle is going to completely just get buried this whole show. Um, I feel like one of them is going to have to win and it's got to be Hager because I don't feel like it's going to be Guevara or Jericho in the title match later on. So um, I'm going with Jake Hager as well. Can I can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to expound on this whenever I said it, but I forgot. Yeah, go um, I think they'll put Hager over because I think they're going to want to prove that he has a lot more to offer than what WWE gave him the opportunity to offer. So I think that's another reason why he's going to go over. Not, not as a stick it to WWE like Cody likes to do, but I think they're going to let him, they're going to give him the opportunity to shine in a way that WWE didn't. Okay, fair enough. Um, All right, so next match is Kenny Omega and Hangman, Adam Page, uh, versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, Beef, you're up. It's not Saul Spider-Man. Damn it, JR. Um, It's, uh, I mean, it's got to be the Bucks, right? Uh, I mean, I, I get it that they just did the title change here like a month ago. 
But I mean, like, this whole fucking thing has been leading to this point where the Bucks have to get coronated as, like, the kings of the of, of the tag team division. They're too damn good. And, I mean, this angle, like, yes, I am loving, uh, like, tweener hangman page. And I'm loving the, the, the dissonance between him, him, him and Omega. But, I mean, like, they gotta have, they, they gotta get this moving with Omega versus Hangman. Uh, I'm, I'm super stoked for it. So, yes, I'm, I'm taking the Bucks. Ransom? I agree with everything Beef said. This, this is gonna be the split, so I'm going with the Bucks. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the, I feel like this is the progression it's going to take. And the, uh, if you watch the one thing, there was something on uh, I, I caught it on Instagram, but like I think it was on the Road to Revolution. They had to sit down with uh, with all four of them, and the Bucks said to Paige, "They're like, you were a junk. You were a what? That was that was on last night. Yeah, that that, that was that was on last night, and that was a great interview too. What was yeah. it? it? It was like the their little lead up show they have is called the Road to Revolution." Like oh, the, okay. the the interview itself was on was was on Dynamite too, where it was just Jr. sitting down with like Omega and Hangman and the Bucks, and Omega had like a, a fucking like a glass of high, a highball whiskey in his hand, and it was great. Yeah, so I'm I'm going with the Bucks. I feel like uh, I I feel like I I don't know how much longer they can drag out this uh, uh, dissension that's about to happen in this split. So I think time to pull the trigger on it. Uh, Poop. Oh, it it bucks. I mean, I'm not even going. You guys said it all. Bucks. Yep. All right, uh, bucks across the board. All right. Um, let's see what do we got next. Ah, but I mean, again, this one's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Uh, MJF with Wardlow versus Cody with Arn Anderson. Um, and I'm up to pick, and I, I got to go with Cody. I, I don't see how. I don't see how you have all this build up, all this storyline, and all this animosity and everything like that, and not have the payoff and not have Cody go over. So it's got to be Cody. Poop. Oh man. See, really, I, I, I want to agree with you on this, man. But Cody, Cody could eat every loss in the world to whoever, and still look good. I don't, I don't like, disagree with that. I mean, and and the thing is, Cody. Cody looks really good in defeat. MJF. What do you like? I I know there's plenty of stuff he can do from here on out. They could just keep this storyline rolling. Like Cody could get his win, but MJF could shithead his way into going no 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 no, you know that kind of thing. Mhm. I this is the hard one for me. This one's the really hard one. Be, giggity. Because I in I can see it going both ways. Again, go ahead, giggity. Um <laughs> I mean, you're going to have Uh, you know what? I, uh, I wish I could pass. Yeah. I wish I could pass. I'm gonna go with. I'll I'll go with Cody and Arn because I think having that win and then the Moxley win will be 
just it'll be like holy fuck all these things are paying off and they make sense yep so I, yeah i finally get to rip out my lee corso line not so fast my friends oh i agree that the thing that makes sense is for cody to get the win if this were the end of the line but aew don't book for short term they book the long haul every they they have so far. So this match, Cody versus MJF, is not finishing here. It's definitely going to at least double or nothing. Would not shock me if they drag it out all the way to all out in August. But that being said, I mean, you cannot have Cody get if if you want to do that, which I think that they want to do, you can't have Cody. You know, you, you can't have everybody just blow the proverbial load and go, ah, Cody won. No, you have to have Cody get in his licks and, like, look like he's going to get it, and then somehow MJF steals victory from the snatches of defeat. Uh, I'm picking Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Wow. Uh, Ransom? I agree with Beef. I think this is just the beginning <clears throat> um, with, with MJF. And especially since Warlow lost to Cody, I could see there being some some tomfoolery oh. um, in that match that maybe Warlow gets involved and costs. Well, Warlow's definitely going to get involved, and I'm sure Arn is as well. But I'm willing to bet that Warlow's intervention costs Cody the win. So I say MJF. Ooh. Yeah. How great, by the way, has Arn Anderson looked in this role fucking of his, like right? the fucking old ball? It's, I, I love when he's come out with like the like the, with the the paper or whatever, and like you know cover mm-hmm. like cover up his mouth like a coach. I love it. It's great. That's that's what I, I wish they would have done with Flair in WWE instead of Flair going away and and actually continuing to wrestle in TNA, which. Ooh, um, yep. I wish I wish that's what they would have done with him. Okay, he's done in the ring in WWE. Now he's going to become that coach. He's going to coach this whoever it's going to be. You know, he does some. Uh, you know, uh, what's his what's his thing? Uh, he does some dirtiest player in the game things to help that person get over. I wish that's what they would have done with Flair. Yeah. Um, there, there's a quick part of me right now that almost wants to ask Poot if if uh, if he wants to change his pick from Cody to MJF because uh, I'm second guessing myself. I really they're am. Locked Dude, in. I'm. They're not locked in until we move on. Well, they're um, not locked in until they're not locked in until we're until we're all done and we ask if anybody wants to make any changes. I well, then what's the point of having an order? This is true. The I, man, speak. Uh, I've spoken. <laughs> this is the way. This, this is, the, is way. the way. Next pick. Yes. I'm next pick. I'm <laughs> suck it, both of you. Um Oh. Uh <laughs> You lose, <laughs> sir. You <laughs> um man, I, that one. I really Oh, no. I really I really do no. oh next pick. Shut up! Um, we come on, man. You're seven. We have We have an order you're, for a reason. You're seven and zero. I got to get game. I, and this is literally the only thing that we've disagreed on for this for, for this event. But who's counting? Me. No, man. The dream. 
What? That that ne that match never happened at the takeover. What happened at NXT? I assume we were counting that. No, we were counting the pay per view, you schmuck. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, fine. Then six and one. Jeez. Tom trying to or win whether up. whether by an inch or a mile. Uh, I'm gonna stick with what I said. Okay. Hooray! Anyway. All right, last. Uh, I now I'm completely lost on where the order was. Did I pick that first? Yeah, I did because beef just went. okay. Anyways, um, so that means uh, Poots up to pick uh, the title match, Jericho of versus Moxley. Of course, again, to, I swear to God, you planned this, Tom. Dude, <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, you planned because the last time picks happened, the di the difficult matches of the first one was like, oh well, the oh last one, Poot, you're the first one to go, buddy. <laughs> Dude. Um, it uh, rotates. What do you want me to do? Uh huh. Conspiracy. Call Alex Jones. I, oh God. <laughs> gay frogs. He's turning the frogs gay. Frogs. gay. Um. Would you Would you like Walmart. me to pick it? First I'll pick, I'll pick this one first. That's no, fine. Um. I, I honestly, I they. Let me Mox pick has got to win. Yet. I mean, yeah, Mox has got to win. Let Ransom pick. I don't care. Mox has got to win. I I'm going with Mox. What? <laughs> Nothing. What? What? Beef? What are you screaming about? Ransom. Ransom was like, "I'll pick," and you're like, "Ah, Box is gonna win." Ah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Ransom. <laughs> it's too late. The the rat is out of the box, man. You can't put the rat back on the box. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh good even, lord! Even my own advocates Whoa. against That's me. a conspiracy, motherfuckers. Even I kill you. I kill even, all you motherfuckers. Oh my god! I like Smoky just Mountain. hearing all of you talk that do the Jim Cornette voice over each other saying different things makes me go like I got I got to get an exterminator. Fine. <laughs> I I'm sorry, sir. What do you need a What do you need an exterminator for? Do you have bugs in your house? No. Do you have an animal in your house? No. What do you have? I have a gaggle of Jim Cornettes running around. <laughs> oh no! A gaggle of Cornettes. Oh my god! That's the worst. That is. Who's up next? Uh, beef. Jen Maxley, no nah, man, it, it's it's time. Like this is the guy yeah. that they got. I wholeheartedly Sorry. agree. Moxley, definitely. Yeah. Ransom. Since I'm gonna disagree and say, I I'm going with Beef's theory of the long haul, and I'm saying that Jericho's gonna hold this belt. When did he win it? Double or nothing. Uh, all out. Double or nothing. Last no. D double or nothing because the tag team was it. Because I thought the, the was it okay? Yeah, I'm gonna say that he goes the year, and he holds it to all out, and the closer he gets to all out, the more he plays it up as I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this belt for the entire year. I'm holding the belt for the year. Blah blah blah. And maybe all out he loses it. Maybe the next one. Maybe he keeps it the whole year. But I'm I'm going with the long play on that, and I'm gonna say Jericho retains. Interesting. Interesting, interesting stuff. All right, uh, do we have time to do some hot tag trivia? There's always yes. time for hot tag trivia. All right, why don't uh, why don't we have Beef thank the sponsors real quick and then uh, move into hot tag trivia? Well, yes, I'd love to thank the sponsors, Mister Sponsor himself. Uh, yeah. So we definitely want to thank Mister uh, Tiger Bomb Tom and his uh, work over on the Facebooks and the Twitches and the YouTubes as Mister Casual Gaming Dad. Uh, check out some of his uh, awesome merch on his page, uh, sponsored by Mr. Gold Gaming. And, uh, you know, drop some love. There's a, there's a Pittsburgh Powder Podcast shirt on there. So uh, I know, I know uh, 
the one guy is enjoying his shirt, so uh, you know, let's 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 get some more motherfuckers buying these fucking shirts, huh? Oh, uh, but you know, thanks Tom for, uh, for 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 making some awesome vids and uh, you know, uh, good stuff all around. And uh, definitely want to thank uh, Sean Tischler and IWC Clearfield uh, just in general for uh, for 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 gracing the uh, the great unwashed masses of uh, Clearfield, Pennsylvania with the uh, the the sport of kings. Um, Cage Combat coming uh, April 25th, uh, Putmas Eve, uh, in uh, in Clearfield. Uh, the, the Steel Cage is coming back, folks. So uh, you know, stay tuned to the IWC website and to the IWC Clearfield <clears throat> Facebook page for more information regarding the card as we get closer to that day. Beef and Poot, uh, with, are one or both of you guys going to get in contact with Sean to to try to do what we did back in October? Because I got the day off. I'm ready. I got Poop Miss Eve off. I'm ready to come up to Clearfield, get some fucking shenanigans going. Oh, we're going to have a good Poop Miss Eve, boys. Shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, we'll, bro, uh, bro, bitch. we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Figure it out. That's what I always say. Sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'll I'll send him a message. See 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 what he can swing for us. All right. Get on the horn with that bastard. Who's All going right. first with the tibble, 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 tibble. I will. Oh, I'm asking Ransom. Okay, so no, no, that's... Oh. That's that's not the way. I, I had this written down. I, I had spoken. Well, I, I was all I knew was I was asking either beef this or is not the way. So I'm asking beef tonight, I guess. Right? Yeah. So it's gonna be Tom to me, me to ransom, ransom to poot, poot to Tom. Damn it, poot. Sorry. Spoken. Sorry, changing oh. it up. Ransom. Okay. Okay. Either that, or I guess fuck the fuck the regular aura. We'll just we'll just do our own separate little things then. I'll ask poot, beef and beef like. Because Poots, the Poots, like only, wild card us up in here. The only reason wild card. The only wild card. Your turn, beef. Wild card. No, the only reason that I'm asking him is because you two idiots are definitely gonna know this. All right. So are you sure? we we yeah, I'm absolutely sure. So uh, Ricochet, we we know him, we love him. He's uh, perfect white face baby meat, right? Um. Before he was in WWE, he was in a lot of places. PWG, Bola, uh, Dragon's Gate. Like, he was in a lot of really cool places. When he was in... Um, when he was in Lucha Underground. Ransom, what was his ring name? I don't know this. Okay, well, Tom, what was his ring name? <laughs> Oh, no! What the? You, what? what are you trying to do here, you monster? This nope. is not the way. Go ahead, Ransom. Question. Go ahead, Ransom. You are me. Yes. <clears throat> I I know nothing about Ricochet. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know who he was. I don't know where he was for WWE. I never heard of him. You got nothing. I'm not even gonna try to. I'm not even gonna try to connect the dots on this one. I got nothing. All right, uh, Tom, you want to give it a go? You have not no a idea. Fucking clue. Nope. All right. Um, well, I know Beef knows this. You uh, are correct, sir. Uh, so before WWE, he wrestled in Lucha Underground. Was one of the many places he wrestled as, and uh, his name uh, under a lucha mask. He was known as Prince Puma. Oh, all right. Two-time you know, was... Lucha Underground champion. 
You know who else wrestled? Who else wrestled under a mask in uh, in Lucha Underground under the name of like King Cueto? Was uh, nope, Jeff Cobb. Yep. Lots of uh, lots of high profile uh, free agents now coming out of that show. Yes, sir. They really missed the mark on it. Yep. It's still fun to watch okay. though. All right, my turn. Yep. Um, I, is there, there if there's no rhyme or reason, I'm going to ask Beef for this. And I don't care if Beef gets four questions today. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I figured I figured you were just going to return the favor and ask Poot. No, I'm going to ask Beef because I want to try to stump him. And I like to listen to him connect the dots. Unless he knows this right off the bat, in which case, fuck y'all. I'm going home. <laughs> um, the Punjabi prison match, speaking of the great Kali. Name for me the first Punjabi prison match. Who was in it? And what event it was at? It was not the Great Kali, because it was going to be the Great Kali, but they got cold feet because the Great Kali sucks. Uh, it was originally going to be Great Kali versus The Undertaker, um, but they made a call to go away from that. Who was it that they gave him the replacement for? <sighs> Fuck. Um, Big Show. Uh, so it was Big Show versus Undertaker in the uh, uh, first ever Punjabi um, Playboy House of Horrors match, and um, <laughs> sorry, it um, no, that's what's that's what, that's what I do. I do it. <laughs> the play do it for the ox. Playboy House of Horrors. Oh. Yeah, do it. Do it for the ox. Uh, I, and I want to say that it was probably at like no way out because you know they 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 like to do this thing where they were funny sometimes like that like breaking point was all about submission matches so so i think uh i, I don't know the year so forgive me but I, but i think it was no way out uh taker versus big show in the first ever punjabi um i don't even remember the actual name of the fucking match but yeah the the big stupid stick match punjabi prison match and it That's was big show and undertaker it's because Kali wasn't medically cleared. Oh, yeah. Quote, unquote, medically it, cleared. It, it was not No Way Out. Great American Bash? It was the Great American Bash 2006. That was, that was a lucky guess. I, I, I you know, that, it, was, it, it was there, but I just, I, I don't know why I thought No Way Out, man. Turn over. Next question. Uh, I got I got a good one for beef. Yeah, um, okay. I'm actually going to throw it back to uh, your favorite pay-per-view, the Royal Rumble. Uh, oh. And I'm going to cross it over with uh, my gaming repertoire. Beef, I want you to give me the roster of characters on the Royal Rumble video game for Super Nintendo. Okay, so Super Nintendo, not Genesis, but Super Nintendo. Okay, right. they were two different rosters. How does um, right. fucking... Because right. I spent a lot of time watching wrestling as a kid, and I spent a lot of lot of time playing video games as a kid. So there uh, are. Hold on, let me let me count them off here. One, like two, 12? three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yes, sir, twelve. <laughs> oh, he's got it. Oh, uh, I, I don't got it. I, I know most of them. Um, uh, so Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart uh, are two obvious picks. Uh, Razor Ramon was in there. Uh, yep. Oh fuck! <sighs> Can you tell me if? Or was Raw before Royal Rumble? Um, let me go back and look. Hang on. Stand by. <laughs> Stand by. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Royal Rumble game was in 
released in 1993. Let me look up WWF Raw. I think, I think <sighs> Raw came after it. Raw came after it was in 1994. Okay. So okay, the Royal Rumble came first. Diesel was in Raw, but not in Royal Rumble then. Um, so he's not in it. Uh, Undertaker was in uh, a Royal Rumble. Okay, hold on. Uh, yes. So you got who you, you got Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, and Undertaker. That's four. Right. Four out of four. twelve. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm 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 working through it. Um. Because I'm trying to think of the stupid fucking gimmicks. Like, Undertaker would hit people with a fucking, like, gravestone, and, like, ghosts would fly out of his hands. Nope, wrong um, game. No, that's a different game. Was it? Yep. Yep. Little demons, uh... big demons. Soldier! <laughs> yeah, Tom um, and I played right. that game a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh... A lot. Alright, so there's those four. Those, well, those, those were my fucking locks. Uh, help, 93. Please? Hold on. Can I help, please? Oh, let me Not help. yet. Not let yet. Let me tag. Oh, I know this game so well. God, I, I want to say Crush was in it. Yes. That's okay. five. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm halfway there. If I get, if I, if I get the six out of six, I, I, I will be thrilled with myself. Um, oh, come on. So, uh, was Doink in it? Doink was nope. in it. Doink was in it. Nope. nope. No Doink. No Doink. Uh, He's in the one with the with the tombstones and the demons. Okay. Um, oh God, what a great one. Yeah. Because he had the Bigfoot and the hammer. <laughs> and yeah. with Razor Ramon with it. Nobody messes with, with the bad the guy. Bad guy. Yeah. That was one of the best combos ever. I'm begging. All right, Ransom, I'm, I'm 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 tagging you and give me three real quick. All right. So who did you name so far? HBK, Brett, Crush, Razor, Undertaker. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was it? Poot, you son of a bitch. Uh. HBK, Brett, Razor, Undertaker, Crush. Okay. Tatanka? Uh, yes. <laughs> Mr. Perfect? Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Ric Flair? Yes. Oh. Uh, Kurt Henning? That's, that's you Mr. Perfect. You already said Mr. Perfect. Who said that? You did. You did. I didn't say Mr. Perfect. Yeah, yeah like 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 two seconds ago. What? No. Yeah, yeah. you did. What did I say? I and said I... Tatanka, Flair, Perfect. And Mr. Perfect, yeah. Um, <laughs> Macho Man. Yep. Million Dollar Man. Yep. IRS. How many more do we need? No, Wait, what? Nope, IRS, IRS was not in this one. How many more do we need? Uh, one, two. Right, no, two. Two. Two, okay. Uh, oh. I'm trying to think was of the Hogan stupid MIDI. No, Hogan wasn't. No, in it. no, Hogan. I'm I'm trying to think of the stupid MIDI themes too that would like play in between the matches. Um because now now that you say that I remember Tatanka a million dollar man. Um yeah, they were definitely in it. I thought it was odd that Tatanka was in it for some reason. Right? Um All right, hang on, let me think. Uh myself for not knowing these last two. Uh, you will. Oh, I know one. I know. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know one for sure. Can I, can I throw ahead. a ransom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y Yoko. Yokozuna. 
Yep. No. Oh, was he? What? Yep. Yep. Yokozuna. Now you need one more. Oh man, it's like all base wrestle WrestleMania nine. Oh, so. oh, 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 Luger, Luger. He had the. Yep. He the had narcissist. The, he didn't have the rack. He had the forearm. Yep. Yep. The narcissist. Yep. 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 There Damn. you go. What a great game. Well. It <laughs> was. Come on. Well. If you suplex uh, somebody too close to the ropes, you would hit the ropes. And bounce yeah, off. that was. That was pretty great. Oh, um, it was great. It was a game. <laughs> All right, uh, so let me go ahead. So, uh, Tom, you have an app. Oh, Tom and Putin have an app. Right? Um, Tom just asked that one. Oh, uh, fucking Putin. No, no. Have, has, has not been asked that question yet, so he, they haven't had a chance to answer. I mean, unless, um, you, count, unless you count the me not knowing oh, shit Jesus. about Ricochet. <laughs> 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 um all right so i will uh, i'll i'll give this to poot since you kind of sort of had him uh, had one uh poot you probably have a, have, a, have a fair chance of getting this um so <laughs> what are you doing now oh god not that one. Oh, this that one. <laughs> oh my god i'm having a good time look at <laughs> it's, yeah, that one. Uh, so anyway, Poot, uh, we are on the uh, the precipice of uh, the Elimination Chamber, the penultimate uh, event to WrestleMania. Right. Uh, so that being said, um, we'll, we'll <laughs> wait, go, um, yeah, way to use your big words there. Know, right? <laughs> we will go. Uh, recent history here. I want you to name for me. Four out of the six participants in the first ever women's elimination chamber match, and who won the match? Oh, interesting. <coughs> this wasn't the tag one, was it? Was it was tag not. One? Yeah, there was the, the the inaugural women's tag team title match was last year at uh, elimination oh, chamber it. in the elimination chamber. This is like a uh, it was a, a um, an individual title match, and it was for the. Uh, I believe it's for the Raw uh, title. Ooh, I think I actually know too. So wait, run, run. So you want all the participants and who won? No, four out of six other participants and who won? This was some time to look it up. This was for the. <laughs> no, this was for the. And, yeah, can't confirm. It was for the uh, Raw Women's Championship. Okay, it was for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, who was on Raw? Well, okay. Well, I know that Sasha Banks and Bailey were in there. You are correct, sir. That's two of two of the four required. Well, that was the two I was going to give you, so I'm out. <laughs> um, <laughs> two pretty safe picks, honestly. Uh, Alexa Bliss picks. would be the other one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All you got to give me is one more, and then who won? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, he says. Um, yeah, she wasn't in it. I will let you know this, uh, only because I am a kind and benevolent uh, taskmaster. That, also uh, two benevolent. Anyway, two of the anyway, two, of the, uh, two oh. of the other participants, two of the other three participants, were in another elimination chamber match. Is it? Uh, is one of them Poots' girl? Oscar. No. Oscar. No. Um. 
Um, oh, what's her? What's her name? Um, feel, feel, yeah. old, feel the glow. Naomi. 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 Negative. I'll give you. I'll give you a crack at it. Um. And by the way, I th- I I think it's interesting that like Oscar is kind of like Poots girl, and like Ransom's all about Io Shirai, and I'm like a big Kyrie Safe fan. So, uh, Tom, does that mean that you have a particular uh, Asian uh, WWE waifu as well? Uh, no. Pretty. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to deny that they're pretty, but uh, no. Uh, I, I I I go with whoever has the nicest booty. So um, that that would be Alexa Bliss. That would be Bailey. That would be Becky. Otis. I was I was speaking specifically of the Asians, but okay, sure. Mandy Rose. Again, was Ma- wait, okay. was Mandy Rose in that? Yeah. No, the Tom. Damn it, Tom. Damn it, Tom. I'm yeah. S- I was sitting. Here. What was she? One of them. Stag in. Saved, yep. saved by the ass of Mandy. <laughs> uh, the, a- the the other two were uh, uh, Sonia Deville and uh, oddly enough. Um, uh, Mickey James. Oh, Kiki James. Now, who won the match? Now, I oh. remember this. That was Alexa Bliss. She won that. It was, in fact, the goddess. You got it. It was the goddess. Any Anytime somebody mentions Mickey James, I just want to call her Meat Curtains Mickey. Oh. <laughs> we're just sitting <laughs> here and we're like, well, we know what Tom offended Ransom. You have, you have greatly offended Ransom. He's, he's, he's done. He's tapping. Um, we have to show up. We know what Tom Googles in his his spare time. Great hey, job, listen. Tom. Great job, hey, Tom. We just got Ransom back for this episode. Now he's going to go another month-long hiatus. Listen, I know he's not that snowflake offended, so calm down. And number I'm not two, offended. I'm grossed out. <laughs> and, no, and number two, I mean, when you, when you have a, a four-year enlistment in the Marine Corps, you walk into any given barracks room, and there's like a gathering of guys watching porn. For some reason, they don't watch it by themselves. They watch it all together, so... You see everything. If it's been on the internet, yeah, I've seen like, it. It's like it's like porn. It's like porn and chicken, dude. So weird. It's like porn uh, and right. somebody me. wrapped the show up. Poo, poo, that was me popping over the last the, the, the last game you posted. That was that was pretty great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. I like that it's one. Great. <laughs> Man, the oh, WWE gotta... gifts are on point tonight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, Champ, why don't you take us out of the show? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, no, are you just doing that because sell. that's the last time you're going to call him champ? Is, nope. is that? Is, are, are you rubbing this in? No, nope, I'm going to no sell it. I'll I'm do it. Hey, everybody. It. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Pittsburgh Piledriver podcast. I'm super happy to be back. <laughs> oh, uh, once again, <laughs> thanks to the sponsors. Casual Gaming Dad does some awesome stuff. Google it. You're an adult. Also, Sean Tischler. He uh, he better get us some uh, some good seats or he's out of the band. Not on the corner this time. Yeah, right in the middle. Shawnee, Shawnee, Sean, Sean. Beef the Legend, the current Chooserweight Champion, Tiger Bomb Tom, the best damn Chooserweight Champion there ever was, Poot the Bard, and um, me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Fuck you, Goldberg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>